Hello and welcome to Listen to Kitten Gets It. Uh, I'm Chris, as usual. Uh, Nate is sick, so my buddy Ed is joining in. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? Is you everybody so, good? You don't have to sound so sexy. You know, draw all the women away from me. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, remember hey. Val Venus? Remember him from wrestling? That dude's like, hello. Yes. Please. Well, man, what a creep show, you know? Yeah, he was. I so hated here's that my, dude. my favorite Val Venus memory that I've ever had. So I think I was, I don't know, maybe 16 or 17. And my buddy Jeff and I went to go see WWF because it, you know, before the WWE, it was WWF uh, yeah. at the Pepsi Arena in Albany. And that's where I saw it. Yeah, I, I've been there a couple of times for a couple of I was nosebleed, though. Uh, most of the time I was, too, um, except the time I hugged Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's a different story. But this one, so Jeff and I are standing in or sitting in the seats watching the show and Val Venus came out, right? And uh, so he could, you know, when the, the entrance music at WWF, you know, it usually it comes loud over the speakers and then the guy comes walking down the ramp to the ring. So yeah. this one. You know, it starts off, hello, ladies, and like, you know, everybody starts cheering and stuff, and all of a sudden, I hear people laughing hysterically behind me, so I turn around, and this chubby little dude stood up and ripped off his shirt, and like, he had like breakaway wind pants on or whatever, and he cracked those off, and had a towel wrapped around his waist, and he's doing like the, you know, putting his hands around his head and wiggling his waist like Val Venus used to do, Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, He's doing the dance, dude. I almost died. It was the funniest thing in the world. This little chubby dude, you know? My favorite was always Jake the Snake. Mm-hmm. And Ravishing Rick Rude. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Uh, Which is kind of like a toned-down version of uh, Val Venus. Yeah, Rick Rude. Yeah, he was Yeah, but he was, he was my favorite. Dude, Jake the Snake. That guy is... I mean, his story from... Uh, you know, his, his like when he was huge, he was a big superstar in wrestling to where he is now, and like everything that he went in and out of to get to where he is now is just amazing. Like, there's a documentary called The uh, The Resurrection of Jake the Snake, and that's phenomenal. It's just his journey because you know, during his wrestling career, uh, he was always you know, he was an addict, so he was an out al- like yeah. you know, just addicted to alcohol, drugs, whatever, and uh. Just his 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 story of getting through it all to getting to where he is now is just it's amazing. It's a great great. I movie. heard uh heard Big Show's leaving. Oh really? I you know what? I haven't seen it in so long. I didn't even know that. I well, they were setting up a thing years where, ago. No, they were setting up a thing, and he's like considered one of the legends now. Oh yeah. And he at first he was mad because he had the legends just sitting on the stairs on the side of the ring instead of letting him in the ring. <coughs> But then he was told that he was going to be in one of the little fake talk shows they do in the middle of the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's his name? Fuck. Randy Orton was supposed to come up and like put his hand in his face <coughs> and yeah. shove him backwards. And he was going to fall back into a chair. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's bullshit. For one, he wouldn't be able to physically do that. Yeah. Secondly, you think the big show would just sit there and take it and then just sit in a chair and do nothing? Yeah, that's not the big show. But he said he's kind of pissed at how they treat the legends. They bring them out and they just like humiliate them to boost a new star. Yeah, I mean they've been doing that for years. How about Pat Patterson and uh and uh what's that other dude's name? I can't remember his name, but he was known as Vince McMahon Stooges. So back in the day, I guess Pat Patterson was a humongous wrestler. Like everybody loved him. Like he was he was a a babyface, what they call him. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And then when he started working for Vince McMahon, like he became Vince McMahon's stooge and they would just constantly slap him around all through the nineties. You know what I mean? And he was like a, one of those legends type deal. So they, they just do, they've always done that. They've always, if you're part of the WWE and you're not a wrestler anymore, like you're not useful in the ring, they just they probably make fun of you just to boost. Yeah. Their new they guys. know you need the money. So they just kind of degrade you. Yeah. Um, so I haven't seen the new that new wrestling group yet. It's supposed to be pretty good. The new what? Uh, the new wrestling organization. What one? AEW. 
Yeah, I think that's it. That's where Big Show is going. Yeah, that's the one where I think Chris Jericho has something to do with that one. Because I guess they get the rights. You know, they get the rights to their character. Mm-hmm. They get to sell their own merch and get the money from it. Oh, that's like huge. when uh, when Vince found out that like his stars were doing Twitch streams and making side money, mm-hmm. he put out like a cease and desist order on all of them. That's crazy, man. Because money he owns, be, yeah. Know? And it wasn't that he was losing money; it's just he owns the right to their character. Yeah. So yeah. he didn't want them to make enough money to like you know, and you know you got some of the stars like uh, John Cena who makes millions. Mm-hmm. But the other ones don't make much, and it yeah, also came no. out that they'll be told where they have to be for a show without like any like, you know, like a week's notice or anything. Mm-hmm. So they have to rush out. They have to pay for their own hotel room, their flight, their car rental. So that's why that's there was crazy. that whole thing where they were carpool, the carpool show. Yeah, yeah. Because they were trying to save money. Huh. Yeah, he that's doesn't insane. pay for anything. Like you would think, once you're done with the WWE and like you're, you're like especially the older legend guys, like uh, they would have. I mean, what are you gonna do with, you know, say Stone Cold Steve Austin's gimmick and the name and everything? Now, you can't just have another wrestler come up and use that gimmick. You know what I mean? Yeah. So WWE owns it forever, and Stone Cold. Well, there's more bullshit too. What? He keeps them. On contract, but as uh, I can't think of the word, not like signed on employees, like you know, just contracted employees, but they don't have the rights to their names. So, hmm. say Stone Cold, you like destroyed his knees, or uh, the Undertaker destroyed his hip. Mm-hmm. If it happens in the ring, Vince will cover it, if it's outside <clears throat> of the ring, it's on their own. Like, if you fall in the ring and you get hurt and, like, you know, say a year down the road, it's bad. Yeah. He doesn't give a shit. Huh. He doesn't give a shit of the repercussions. That's crazy. What he's making them do. Yeah, the guy's a shithead. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, I've been out of the wrestling thing for a long time. But every now and again, I'll check, like, uh, WrestleManias. I'll always try to watch a WrestleMania just to see like uh you know who's who the top stars are of the Well I skipped the pandemic one because there was nobody in the audience and it was weird. I watched it because of the Undertaker match and uh Undertaker retired after it. But it was just it was weird. like some outdoor like in a in a cemetery type match. Like they were fighting outside and they used bulldozers and shit. It was crazy. Well I know like the main thing at the um the training facility was like pirate themed. It's fucking weird. At the at the actual facility? Yeah. Pirate themed, huh? Yeah, like they had a pirate flag for like the WrestleMania logo type thing. That's pretty cool. But I don't know. It's just weird to watch. I watch it because it's like I don't have to pay attention. Yeah. No, absolutely. If I, I want to clear my head and not have to think, I just throw on wrestling and I don't have to pay attention to shit. Dude, the most recent wrestling i've seen and you're gonna laugh is uh the uh insane clown posses jcw because they do that uh that streaming they thing s- through the pandemic right they're um, still doing that well listen so this started a few months ago where their patreon since they can't go out and tour and everything you know how uh active those guys are they're always they're constantly on tour they're constantly yeah. putting content out you know and uh if they can't do it in person they're like we might as well stream stuff and try to make make money that way so it's 60 66 bucks uh a month for when they do these shows so say like the april one just started so you can sign up for the april patreon and um it's like a month long every other day or something like that they have a different show or every other every few days where it's like you know the one they do uh they do a live version of um the late night talk show but it's in violent g's um house like in his living room and so yeah. they have like 50 people they sell 50 tickets online that are that you can bid on and these things go for as high as like 500 bucks like to go 
to his house and sit in for the live taping of his show or the live streaming of his show. And yeah. they do a bunch of stuff in his house. Like they, they, they did the last JCW one was JCW in his house. And they literally like wrestled and destroyed like his living room and kitchen. And it was hilarious to watch, you know. <laughs> and with those two, the clowns doing the, um, the commentary, like uh, remember the Strangle Mania stuff? Yeah. So it's kind of like that. But, you know, it's live. And streaming from a house, but they're you know they they make their funny commentary and it's it's worth every penny. Plus, they do they're gonna this month they're gonna do remember the song the Madden game. Yeah, they're that actually gonna do yeah they're gonna do an actual <laughs> show. So I can't wait to see that. Plus, all that you get you get a month long of all these shows which are like three hours long and they're hilarious. Like I I don't care what anybody says, those two dudes. Well, the three of them actually, Shaggy, Violent J, and Jump Steady, uh, Violent J's brother. Those three dudes are the funniest. They're the funniest three people I've ever seen in my life. Like when they're together and they're talking and just like going over things, and it's hysterical to me. <clears throat> That's cool to see because you can tell they're good friends. Yeah, and you get this this feeling of like uh, like you're you know you're part of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's really it's a cool way to keep connected with your fans. Plus, uh, they give exclusive gifts out for the people who subscribe to the Patreon. So like for uh, ICP, I'm getting um, a CD that's only, that's exclusive to this Patreon where it's gonna be a three. The last album they put out was called Fearless Fred Fury, right? And as ICP usually do, they, they put out a double album like they did. One was called Fearless Fred Fury, and like the side album was called Flip the Rat. So those two came out the same day. But now, if you do this Patreon thing, you get a special edition Fearless Fred Fury Flip the Rat CD plus another CD of uh, rare songs that they recorded that haven't been released sense so it's like you like, get you get like a you know an exclusive cd and some other cool little things like a coin and like this little pouch thing and just collectible stuff for weirdos like yeah. me you know <clears throat> and another one i know i'm sorry i'm going off on this but the no effects one i got that one is super rad because it's a hundred bucks like so you can pay ten dollars a month or just pay a hundred bucks up front and you get the entire uh, year's worth of their live streams where they do, they practice two times a, a week and it's like two to three hours long each practice and you get to watch the entire thing. And they're my favorite band of all time. You know what I mean? So, I, But now I, since you brought up, we were talking about wrestling and you went into rap. Yeah. I can mention how I just found out about country rap. Oh. And how horrible it is. Man, it is. It's it's a genre that just never needed to, to exist. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I, well, I only found out about it from that girl I was talking to. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's weird. I don't want to mention her name just in case, because I know she listens. I yeah. She wants her name being known. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, you, you don't want to, you know, be putting people on blast over, over the intranet, but yes. I, uh, yeah. Country rap is, is awful. I can't I can't describe what it what it does to me. You know what I mean? It just makes me it makes me irritable and it makes me uh it makes me detest these these gives me folks. diarrhea. Yeah. I just I shit water immediately. As soon as country That's rock comes awful. on, I get the drizzling shits and they just run down my I just leg. can't believe it's a real fucking thing. It's ridiculous. Oh. And dude, it's big. People there's people that love it. It's like a it's like a it's like a big genre now. I'm good. I'll just avoid it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At all costs. And I know you're in Florida and I'm back home from where you're originally from, upstate New York. We have a couple of guys around here that have their own collective. Um, yeah. Don't and... say their names though because they'll, they'll like get people going to listen to their shit and I don't want to help them out. <laughs> I won't. I won't. But <laughs> I want them to fail miserably. It's just it, and they actually have like a, a following, you know. It's just wild to me. I don't know. I mean, whatever, whatever floats your boat. I mean, I like because all insane great crime country posse. comes from New York. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All Seriously. great rap comes from New York. It, neither of them come from there. Yeah. I'm trying to fucking. I sound like hypocritical though, because I mean, I listen. My favorite fucking band is No Effects, and I and 
in like insane Colin Posse and No Effects are in my top five of all time. So who am I to talk about country rap? You know what I mean? My favorite all time was that Humpty Dance song. <laughs> I don't even remember who the fuck that was. Just uh, Digital Underground. Or, and he goes, that... I once got busy in a Burger King bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Humpty Dance is your chance to <laughs> do it. Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> Digital Underground, which Tupac was a part of. And he wore of. that fake nose? Yeah, was man. He? I didn't know Tupac was part of it. Yeah, Tupac was part of it. Uh, Shock G, that's the name of the Humpty guy. The guy that sings the Humpty uh what was he, up with the plastic nose yeah uh, just a gimmick you know a gimmick yeah and like when he yeah, raps yeah. he raps like with his nose like you know close so he's like i once got busy in a bugger cake bathroom so he sounds like stuffed yeah. up, you know what i mean <laughs> he does he totally sounds stuffed up. <clears throat> but yeah shock g is the man he's fucking he's pretty awesome he's fun to follow on instagram oh jesus i'm not gonna <laughs> but he Love and Tupac were, were boys yeah that, um, Tupac was a part of Digital Underground before he uh, before he did his own solo thing remember uh, Snow yeah Dude. boom boom down that's all I remember from that horrible song oh Jesus Snow is that informer song he's actually gangster as fuck dude I can't picture it. I watched a documentary on him. So he's Canadian, right? He's a Canadian dude. And uh, being from Canada, like, you know, it was, it was, I think he's from like the hood somewhere up there. And uh, they have a hood. They do. And he would go to like Jamaica and stuff. To, Are uh, they like super polite? Like, excuse me, ma'am. I'm going to be robbing you now. I don't know, man. I saw this documentary and this dude hey? going off about how he got, he was in all sorts of, doing all sorts of reckless shit. I was like, you know what? He's all right, man. Remember when Vanilla Ice had the, uh, like the house building show, and then he got in trouble for going down the road and stealing shit from another house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the fuck. Well, he was what? Wait, what? He was. He had a show like uh, where he would like build a house, like flip a house type thing, you know, go in and renovate it. Oh, Vanilla Ice. Yeah. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. And then he got in trouble for like going to like a house that nobody was living in and like taking the marble out of it and got arrested. What? It's like, dude, you were barely good when you were a rapper and now you've got a chance. And you're gonna do this? Dude, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna shut you down with all your how was his name? Like fucking Rob Van Winkle. That's it, yeah. Now vanilla ice, he is single handedly responsible for the west coast rap boom in the 90s did you know that why he was awful well when he put out that song ice ice baby and that album to the extreme right have yeah, you ever he heard sampled this... that other band without like permission yeah the under pressure from uh mick jagger yep. and, uh but yeah so he he put out this album and uh ice ice baby was huge um, and Suge Knight went to go visit him to, to, I think he, you know, it was, he, it was under, it was disguised as like, you know, he was trying to sign Vanilla Ice or whatever, but there's a story that Suge Knight went to Florida to meet with Vanilla Ice and hung him out of a balcony out a window. window. Yeah. I heard he was notorious for doing that to people yeah. to get what he wanted. But so he, he basically strong on, I mean, Vanilla Ice said that it was, uh, it wasn't true. I mean, who knows? But, uh. Well, you gotta say it now because Suge Knight's out of jail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, Suge Knight's in. He's still in there. Oh, is he? Oh, now? man. Is he back in? Dude. He was out for a little bit. Yeah, but then he ran a dude over. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, he ran a guy over at, uh, at the, at the, at the filming for the, the NWA movie that came out not that long ago. Like, oh, Jesus. yeah, it was wild. But so anyway, Suge Knight went to Vanilla Ice's house or whatever in Florida and convinced him to sign over points to that song so Suge Knight would get money to start Death Row Records, which, you know, is the home of Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Tupac, all that stuff. Yeah, that definitely wasn't strong-armed, right? <laughs> 
he, I, I know I know this is your hit song, but give me money yeah, from it. Yeah, yeah. For he, no reason whatsoever. Just give me money from well, it. Well, that's, I mean, Vanilla Ice said, he's like, you know, he's like, I'll admit it. You know, the guy came in and he just like, I had to sign this or something was going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's yeah. like, so I signed it. And he goes, and you know what? I don't even care because at least I had a part in history, like, you know, in hip hop history, bringing Death Row Records to the, to the mainstream and blew up that whole entire scene that sound that everything yeah and i think i mentioned this the other day like rap is the only genre where it's like good to sell out mm-hmm. yeah absolutely crazy man it's crazy but uh yeah but no ice he 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 did it man he started west coast rap <laughs> <laughs> so you can't talk shit on vanilla ice yeah, yeah, you can absolutely. Talk shit yeah, you can absolutely. I, I do, absolutely. I always have. <laughs> I just don't give a shit when I say usually. Yeah, I mean, you can. Remember what you said? You told me. <laughs> I remember that when you. I forget when this fucking was. You told me that whenever you would introduce your friends to me, I came with a disclaimer. All the time. You still do. You still do. <laughs> All the time. Listen, you know. I mean, how long have we been friends now? How long have we been? A while. Like, like, uh, like over 20 years, you know? So yeah, the people that I know that, you know, like we have a lot of friends in common, but the people that don't know you, the people that I'm about to introduce you to, or, or I, you know, I'm telling like a new per, like a new girl I'm dating or whatever. I'm like, yeah, my buddy, Chris, or da, 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 da. I'm like, so let me tell you about him first. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> let me break this down. Uh, yeah, you come with a disclaimer every time. Every time. Yeah, what, what's the disclaimer, though? All right. So, so I'll be like, all right, first and foremost, uh, this guy's fucked up, right? And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, oh, he's, he's got a whirlwind of problems. You know what I mean? Like, he's a, he's a maniac. He's, he's here, he's there, he's everywhere. Um, he's a sweetheart. He is. He's a sweetheart, but you're not going to think he is. <laughs> what do you mean? Not yet. Not really. Yeah, not at first. No, definitely <laughs> not at first. His jokes are going to seem super harsh uh, and cutting, but he means them in in the in in the nicest of ways. It's just the way he says it, the way he talks, the way, dude. Your your presence is just it. it freaks people out you know what i mean you just stand there you just stand there you fucking looking all weird and just just being you i just stand there minding my own business i know but i don't know what it is i don't know but that's how it is it's every time every every time it's because i have that like i told somebody i i don't have resting bitch face i have resting i'm gonna kick your ass face yeah you have dude you got that stare it's funny like the other day when you I shaved just your half through beard. Shit, so i don't like smile yeah. would you shave and sent me that oh, picture, the, the convict <laughs> picture, that face says yeah. it all. You know what I mean? Like there's no, you don't, you just don't smile. I see you smile only when we're, when we're, you know, we're making each other laugh. Like I can hear it. I can see it. But if you're in like a public setting with other people, they're, you're not going to, people are going to think you're a madman. <laughs> <laughs> you're big. You're a tall guy. You're kind of wide and hulking. You're like, a, you're like a presence. You know what I mean? So. If somebody new meets you, they're gonna be like, they're gonna be weirded out by you. Well, we we should clarify that wide and hulking doesn't mean like fat and huge. No, no, no. You're just I'm a just big. You're just tall, a tall, solid dude. Yeah. Solid. Yeah, just a fucking. You're 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 a big guy. Not not a. Which is funny coming from being forty pounds underweight in high school. Yeah, right, dude. I saw the. I never understood that. Like I fucking. <laughs> in high school, I was always underweight and like. A bean pole, and then I started working when I was eighteen. Yeah, and my shoulders got broad, and my chest got like you know the broad, barely type shape. And dude, how about the full? This doesn't make sense. Aren't I done growing? Talk about the talk about the jacked forearm. The jacked forearm. Yeah, from hammering things. Oh, the gherkin. Gherkin. <laughs> yeah, the gherkin. I worked in a truss shop, and there's this little muscle on the side of your elbow, <laughs> and you only really get it from like repetitively, repetitively moving your arm in a swinging motion. This dude had the biggest gherkin I've ever seen. But like, 
you know, another repetitive motion similar to swinging a hammer would be like masturbating. So I dubbed it the gherkin <laughs> muscle. Oh, I still have it too. Yeah, man, a big throbbing tendon-looking thing. It's just massive, you know. Yeah, like if you feel your elbow where the bump is on the side of your elbow, it's just a big muscle right there. Oh man. Yeah, the gherkin muscle. That's why I worked in the truss shop building trusses. Yeah, that was. I should probably face the mic. <laughs> I looked away from the mic. No, you sound all right. Like you, you, you didn't, you, have, you don't sound like you're drifted at all. I was telling somebody the uh, McDonald's story not too long ago. McDonald's story. Now I don't remember if I had a mohawk at the time or just shaved head, mm-hmm. but it was uh, that point when me and my ex split for a couple months, mm-hmm. and I got a hold of you see if you wanted to hang out and you were going to meet me at the mcdonald's in waterford okay and it was 24 7 it was like three in the morning and you showed up okay and you walk in the door so i should probably tell the previous part of this yeah yeah so i ordered i ordered uh like a double quarter pounder or something with no pickles And they gave me, you probably remember the story. Now, I am you? now. I just remembered. <laughs> so, so they gave me fucking pickles. And I sit down, I take the bun off because I always check. And I got pissed because it was pickles. So I pulled one off at a time and I threw it across the table and it stuck to the wall. <laughs> and then like one of the, like the people that works there walks by and they see the pickles on the wall and they see me sitting there in my bomber jacket. And I, like I said, I don't remember if I had the mohawk or not. I might have just had a black beanie. Yeah. And they didn't say a fucking word. No. And then you come in the door, you look at the pickles, look at me, and just started laughing. <laughs> and I think I, I think all I did was look at you and said, I didn't want fucking pickles. <laughs> oh, man. That's hilarious. Dude, I'm not the biggest pickle guy, right? Like, I, I, I actually kind of, I can't say I hate pickles. Like, I like them. I like them, just not on burgers. Yeah, I like they them. overpower the burger. I like them every now and again. Um, but, mo- but, Chances are, if I'm eating like a burger or a sandwich or anything that has like a pickle, like included, I won't eat that pickle. All you, all, but all, like say, even if you have a pickle <clears throat> on your burger, like and you you take it off, you still taste the fucking pickle. Yeah, yeah. It overpowers the burger. Absolutely. I don't like it. So, you know, I'm an occasional pickle guy. I like a pickle every now and again. But, uh, yeah, yeah I yeah. went to Atlantic City. <laughs> A couple weeks ago and my friend got deep fried pickles uh oh, i've had them i had never had a deep fried pickle before in my life well, and i live in the south now everything is deep fried holy shit that was amazing yeah they're not bad like i don't mind pickles alone i just don't want them on my goddamn yeah, burger i you know did, did i ever tell you the fucking mcdonald's story <sighs> not the one yeah no said. tell the one you just said all over again <laughs> yeah so I went to a McDonald's down here and I went through and I was ordering the same thing I always order, you know, double quarter, medium, mm-hmm. you know, smaller drink, smaller fry type thing. And I'm like, and can I get that without pickles? And the the girl working the intercom comes back over me, which don't you want pickles on? <laughs> Let's see, there's a burger, there's fries, and a <laughs> drink. Don't put the pickles in my sweet tea. <clears throat> what the fuck do you think? Actually, I mean? you should ask for sweet tea with pickles and see what they do. Yeah. They'd probably still fuck up somehow. They'd get like onions in it instead. Fuck. They fuck up nonstop down here. Do they? So what oh, are, yeah. what's like your fast good. food joints now? Do you have any different ones that, that aren't around here? Like uh you know Um we had Crystal Burger, but they just they're closing down now and uh they were basically White Castle. Oh I guess when you get to a certain point going mm-hmm. south, it stops becoming White Castle and becomes Crystal. Crystal. And they're shutting down now, so we got our first White Castle down here. Mm. Um, we have Checkers, Steak and Shake. Uh, what's the one with the Butterburgers? Can't think of what it's called. Butterburgers. Um, Culver's? Culver's. No, I don't know that one. Yeah, they're pretty <clears> good. <throat> when I went to Sarasota, to go visit my friend uh, a couple years ago, there was a place called the uh, State uh, Steak and Shake, I think. Yeah, Steak and Shake. It's one of the ones I said. Dude, that place, that place is delicious. Yeah, they have this one burger where it's a, 
sauteed onions on top of the burger. It's really fucking good. Stinky cheek. And it's like you can tell they actually cooked it. It's not like they pulled it out of a tray and slapped it on the bun. Mm. That's what I liked about them. Yeah. The fries kind of sucked, but other than that. I mean, McDonald's still has the best fries. Yeah, definitely. McDonald's has the best fries. Uh, I'm partial. Now, I know a lot of people get grossed out by the by this, but I love that freaking Impossible Whopper. I never tried it. Dude, I love it. I love it so much. Does it actually... I heard it just tastes it the does. same. It does, but, I, but it's got something to it that I really enjoy. And my friend, who's a, who's a vegetarian, she won't even eat it. She thinks it's disgusting. And I'm like, you're, you're so weird. What do you mean? See, when I did the little vegetarian thing back in the day, all we had was those Boca burgers that just tasted like vegetables crushed together. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was fucking gross. Yikes. I went like a whole year without eating meat, and I'm like, fuck it, I guess I'm vegetarian. And that weekend I had a burger. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so... I'm so punk, I go against myself. Yeah, you myself. know what I mean? You're like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck that. I'm not even going to listen to myself. <laughs> yeah. That's essentially what it was. I said, you know, I'd gone a whole year without eating meat. I guess I'm able to stay vegetarian. And I went out and got yeah. a <laughs> I never tried the vegetarian thing. I never, I, I don't, I mean, I'm sure I could. I'll eat anything as long as it's like, you know. I remember when uh, being punk got me pulled over. Like, how? Like a bumper suit? We were ghost hunting. No, we were ghost hunting. It was four of us in the car. I can't remember who it was exactly. Mm-hmm. But we were out for a long fucking time. Like, it was one of the kids I worked with and two other people. Yeah. And uh, I picked him up at his house around like 10, I believe. And we were out to like 3 in the morning, just hitting different yeah. places. And we were finally heading up the Forest Park Cemetery. Oh. And, you know, we've been passing cops all night yeah. long. No problem. Well, I had heat on in the car. It was kind of cold. You know, it was cold out. I take off my uh, beanie, and I had my mohawk. And the first cop went past us right as I pulled off my hat. And he saw the mohawk pulled me over. Called in two other cops with the canine. Oh God, unit. the mohawk definitely needs the canine unit. You know? Yeah, I'm like Jesus Christ. I mean, yeah, I passed you guys all night long. Now that you know, you can say about mohawk, you're gonna fucking pull me over. Man. And then he's like, "What are these wires?" Because I, when I ran my, you know, I used to put in my own stereos yeah. and shit. I would run my stereo wires up over the door mm. behind the uh, the plastic instead of the kickboard. Yeah. Because then, you know, if you got it under the kickboard, you're constantly stepping on the wires. So a piece of wire was hanging down. It must have slipped out or some shit. He's like, what's this? I'm like, for my speakers? He's like, oh, I like car speakers. Can I see them in your trunk? I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll open a trunk for you. So I open a trunk. He asked us what we were doing. I said, you know, paranormal investigation type yeah. stuff. And he sees like a case in my trunk. He's like, what's in that? What's in that case? <laughs> uh, my uh, EMF and my K2 and. Uh... Oh, man. Which I have right now. Yeah. Dude, it was so awesome. My, um, my friend's kids loved them because I brought them out on uh, Halloween. Yeah. They thought that was the best. Oh, actually, have actual yeah, they couldn't believe it. They thought it was the coolest thing ever. When we first moved in this house, Alicia wouldn't be afraid of like the new house and stuff. Mm-hmm. We ran around with Nerf guns and the K2 meter and EMF, checking all the closets and things. That's a good idea. That way, like you know, the closet in the room, she scanned it. She now she doesn't have to be worried about yeah. it. under beds, things like that. So we made it a game, and because she didn't think about it anymore. That's good. That's a good way to do it. Man, you've been oh, down there for shit. so long I now. I can't believe that. Like, uh, it sucks. <laughs> like 10 years. That's crazy, dude. That's crazy to me. It doesn't seem like it's been that long. Yeah, I wish I was back in New York, but it's so fucking expensive and I make dirt for pay. <clears throat> I know. Although I could probably find a better job up there easier. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Hey, my back brace got delivered. Nice. Oh, I'm waiting on vinyl. I ordered the back brace. So I have so much. 10 units. You have what? I ordered the back brace that has 10 unit pads built into it. Oh, nice. Because my skin always breaks out with the goddamn adhesive ones. And this one, it's built in the brace. It's kind of like, it's not like a back brace. It's more like the the 
the lifting belts. How much does something like that go? More than my goddamn tens unit. How, well, how much? <laughs> like how much is a back brace with a tens unit built in? Uh, sixty-five. Oh, that's awesome. But it's got the two millimeter buttons. It covers the whole lower back, one pad on each yeah. side. So I don't have to worry about the pads falling off. I don't have to worry about break my skin breaking out. And all you have to do is get them wet. Nice. So working out in the Florida sun, I'm gonna be sweating all day anyway. That's crazy. I got to try. I got to so check those out. That, my muscles are all fucking sore. Dude, listen to us. You know, listen to us, old bastards, just talking about. We're fucking old. We come on. We grew up beating the shit out of each other I in know. pits. I know. We're asking for it. So I got my first fucking concussion. I know, dude. It's so funny you say concussion. I was talking to a guy at work the other day, and uh, he's telling me, you know, because I'm gonna be forty in like fucking a week, and like, did just like, uh, he's like, listen, man, you know, you should you should go to the op. What's the what's the eye doctor called? The optometrist. <laughs> He's yeah. like, yeah, he's like, you I should go there so. and get your eyes checked out and everything because his eyes started getting all wonky on him. And uh, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's a good idea, you know? And uh, he said, he's telling me, like, you got to go and get it checked out if you see, like, floaters. I never heard the thing, the the term floaters for, like, uh, like if you open your eyes and you see these little black spots, right? Yeah, they move. Everybody sees them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, I see those all the time, dude. Like, you know, if I get up too quick or something, <laughs> you know, and he's like, oh, you better get to the doctor. I started freaking out. Oh. No, everybody sees floaters. Uh, I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I'm trying to think of any other stories. Nothing else is going on. Stories. I do nothing down here, so I have no stories down here. I got... Well, I told you about this earlier, about getting ghosted. Yeah, yeah. Ghosted, yeah. Because Nate got ghosted, and I was laughing at him, and now I believe I've been ghosted. Yeah, (laughs) it happens to the best of us, you know? I've never been. You've never been ghosted? Uh, You know what? I've got my my ghost cherry pot. (laughs) Hell, dude. Ghost cherry. That's so (laughs) gross out in. Yeah, I... I told you I was talking to that girl and like mm, yeah yeah these, yeah she never won't even read my messages I'm like okay maybe you got something going on maybe you're just ghosting me uh, yeah I think like whatever. so an official ghosting I'd say I'd say at least especially like with somebody who you haven't met somebody who you're just talking to I'd say give it a week and then like after a week then that's a that's a proper ghosting right because like what if like Oh. Uh, yeah, I guess. I really don't... I... Like, I don't even know about it. I fucking, like, what the hell? I looked up online. Uh, how many days is ghosting? And they said three to four days. Oh, okay. I'm like, oh, I guess I've been ghosted. I'm like, I reached out twice and didn't get a reply either time. I'm like, all right. Yeah, it's weird. We got along great, but if you don't want to talk, you could just say, I don't want to talk. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that's it's fine. I guess, you know. Dude, that whole, you don't want to talk. I'd rather have somebody just say, you know, I, you know... You know, something like I don't want to talk or something, as opposed to just never hearing a word yeah. again. No, I guess. I suppose. I I mean, I've ghosted. I've been ghosted, and I've done the ghosting. And I'll tell you what. Doing the ghosting is one of the worst feelings. Like, there's one person in particular who I ghosted that... I feel um, I feel terrible about still to this day, and it was like, you know, fifteen years ago. You know what I mean? Like, I feel <laughs> awful about it, but I didn't know how to get out of the situation at the time, and this, that, and everything. But it's like it just it, it comes back, and it still bugs me. You know what I mean? I don't know why. I'm just a big wuss. Yeah. I'm a big. I think it wuss. would be too. Like, like. <laughs> I think both ways kind of suck for me. Like if I'm like really like I'm talking to someone, we're getting along great, and everything's like you know we're a lot in common, and they just disappear. Mm-hmm. It feels yeah, weird. it does. It does. Like did I say something? Yeah. But then on the other hand, if I was doing the ghosting, I'd be I'd be thinking the same thing. I'm like shit. I just left them hanging. I hope they're not worrying. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I I just don't do it. I guess three three to four days is what the internet says is ghosting. Huh? Yeah, I, cause I'd never been ghosted. I just fucking Google it. Google does everything. Yeah, they do. 
They tell you every answer you need to know. I think it's been since Monday, so. Yeah. I guess that's an official ghosting. Yeah. I mean, I can understand if something important mm -hmm. came up. I mean, even when I have super important shit come up in my life, I do have a second on my phone. Yeah, no, I hear you. I do the same thing. Say, hey, sorry, something yeah. came up. I'll talk to you when things are you know, straightened out. I know. It's hard to even be sneaky on the phone anymore because, like, everybody can know. Oh, yeah, because you can open up the apps and see this person hasn't, you know, replied or been on in yeah. so many days. And shit like sneaky that. as fuck. So. There's certain apps that don't, though. That don't show you've been online? Yeah, like uh, one of the apps, Line, you can talk on, which is actually one of the ones we were using. It just won't, sh it'll show a red status and read your message, but it doesn't show if they tell you if they've been online or anything like that. Hmm. Um, there's a few other ones that do it. Those ones are kind of nicer because I don't like people knowing, like, if I've been online yeah. and shit. It's weird. You do it with your phone. You have no read receipts turned on. What's that mean? So, like, you can't tell if I read it or not? Like when I text you, it just says it's delivered, and then you reply, and it still just says delivered. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't even know how to turn that shit on, but I don't. I wouldn't do it anyway. Yeah, it's normally it's on by default. Oh, really? Mine's just on. Yeah. Maybe I turned it off, and I don't remember doing it. I never turned mine off. I turn everything off, dude. I don't want anybody knowing I'm anywhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> I turn yeah. off. The big one is the uh, Google Maps. Turn off the uh, history. I don't, what's that? I don't even know what you're talking about, son. So, do you use Google Maps for GPS? Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so if you go on your Google mm -hmm. page, you can look into your Google history. It'll show exactly the route you drove, how long you stayed at each stop, years and years and years worth. What? Yeah. What? So, like, say someone wanted to stalk you and they, they figure out your password. They know all your locations. How do you erase that? <laughs> you can go on and turn off. You can uh, tell it to, uh, you can go on and tell it to erase all the data and then tell it to stop tracking. Son of a bitch. They say it's for your convenience, but it's really for them to track you. So like, say you go to JCPenney a bunch of times, you'll start seeing like ads for shit. Uh, like that. So all right, one more time. Tell me what I got to do. I got to go into my settings and then what? Uh, you got to do it on the computer. Oh. I don't like that either. Yeah, you got to go onto your okay. Gmail account or your Google account and go into settings and go into like, uh, I don't know if it's under security. It's somewhere in there. You can Google it. It'll tell you how to erase it. But yeah, it's fucking tracking. It'll be like, for me, it'll be like, you drove this distance in the short, right on yeah. the fucking map. You stopped at Winn-Dixie for 15 minutes. You left and went to this store for another five minutes. Whoa, you, dude. Then you went home and stayed home for this long. But Jesus Christ. That is no good. And it figures out your home location because it always figures out the point you keep going back to and yeah. stay at the most. And it will also figure out your work location. Holy moly. So yeah, it's fucked up. Google is now Big Brother. That is crazy. Crazy, crazy. You can pull it up. I think you can actually pull it up on the, the uh, Google Maps app. You can see it, but I don't think you can change okay. the settings. Yeah. I don't like nothing about any of that. Yep. That's the one thing I like about iPhone, because you can set it to say, only allow GPS while this app is open. Yeah. So only when you're actively using oh, yeah. Google Maps does it see where you are. I have that sitting on. I don't know. I'll have to look at it after this. I just got in. Uh, That's the one of the perks I like I just about got it. A, um, a delivery uh, notification. My Yukon. No, not Yukon. What is Milo Ackerman? Do you know the singer from The Descendants? Milo? Uh, All right. No. Well, no. no. <laughs> I know right. The Descendants. Uh, he put out a seven inch with or on fat records of him playing the ukulele and it just got delivered today and I can't wait to check it out. Um, 
yeah, it's pretty cool. It's just him and a ukulele singing like, you know, protest songs and shit. It's pretty cool. Punk rock, baby. I was so disappointed about that. The what? The whole, the whole past four years, no punk bands put out any protest music. Yeah. I think, uh, didn't Bad Religion, like, reword one of their songs as a protest song? Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, they did put out a new version of an old song. You're right. Yeah, but that was like it. It's like, this is what you guys well, live for. Get Dead, they put out an album called Dancing with the Curse, and on that record, they have a couple good protest songs on there. Well, look at No Effects. You got War on Errorism during uh, oh, Bush yeah, Jr. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was an entire album and dedicated to it. It's his fucking picture it. dressed... Yeah, it's his fucking face dressed like a clown yeah. on the cover. <laughs> That's my favorite album. That's your favorite? That and what? No, well, that and White Trash. Okay. Yeah, no, they're both classics. They're my Absolutely. Favorites. I love the intro. So, uh, oh, man. The uh, hey, separation kids. of hey, church Dad. and state. What do you guys want to do today? Yeah, don't we don't know. Want to go to the movies? Yeah. Do you want to go to the amusement park? No. You want to go to the movies? No. You want to go to a yeah. punk rock show? Let's yeah. Let's go to a punk rock show. Yeah, that song rips, dude. <laughs> Love that goddamn intro. I... That other song I sent you with the fucking... Fuck. The yes. Decline. That that fucking guitar part is so fucking I know. fast. I know, it's amazing. Then is that a that's a what's his name Melvin yeah. right Melvin playing that part? Uh, in El Jefe, El Jefe, I think they both do the. That's the fast yeah, fast shit. Uh, they were just talking about it on one of their live streams, and he's like, somebody because you can like you know message them and they read the messages and stuff, and then somebody asked to play Church and Skate and like. Hefe was like, no, I, I can't play right now. I forgot it. I got to relearn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. The fucking concert in his backyard. He had all the lyrics. I know. <laughs> it's too funny. Then he was yelling, you put them in the wrong order. So just read the other paper, <laughs> dipshit. Honestly, Mike is like the one I dislike the most of the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, I think me too. I think most people. I'm just sick of hearing about, oh, God, I get it. You like to cross dress. You don't have to keep yeah. telling me. Well, also, but that last that last song was good. But he just the whole song yeah, was about yep. that. You fuck euphemism. Uh, yeah. So now, the the big thing with him is he's he's been sober, right? So since he's been sober, he uh he hasn't been um you know like like going off and talking about ridiculous things or saying the same stories over and over and over again. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think there's like a, there's an improvement there in his character, which is like, like, like what is in the yeah. audio book? I just didn't care about. His yeah. Characters. Smelly was the best. Smelly, the so, drummer, his, his, he, that book was all him. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like every Mike chapter, it's like, so this time I cross-dressed and I did stuff yeah. with this girl. And then the next chapter's like, so I peed in a cup yeah. and drank it. It's like, okay, we get it, Mike. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you're, you're kind of not being punk now because you're just kind of, you know, bragging about every fucking little thing you've done in your life that's God damn it, Mike. different. It's not punk to be so punk, you stupid fucking punk. It's like it's like he's a kid at school that dresses punk yeah. just to be different. Well, that's 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 like society and, today. There's like rappers. And then he goes home and listens to like. Dude, did Gandhi, you see? You like, uh, I saw a picture of that that singer Chris Brown, who should be in jail, by the way. I don't know how the fuck he's just like living life, but anyway. Yeah, I love how. Were you the one? Someone said this to me about how uh, the cancel culture is trying to cancel, um, Eminem's song with Rihanna, where he portrays the abuser yeah, and she portrays yeah, the yep. victim. But they're not trying to cancel Chris Brown who actually did know, abuse yeah. Rihanna. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. I got a crazy story for you I just well, listen, yesterday. So I, I've seen a picture of Chris Brown wearing a punked out leather jacket with like exploited patches on it and shit. 
I've seen a picture online and I'm like, oh, like what, where do you, how do you even, why, why are people doing that? You know what I mean? Like, I didn't think a patched coat was a fashionable thing, but anyway, go ahead, tell your story. So apparently they were talking about how you've seen a, Mm-hmm. Uh, Stranger Things. So apparently she met Drake. Who? And Drake, Millie Bobby Brown, the oh, girl. Okay. Yeah. Played, uh, She's awesome. 11. And apparently they have like this, but apparently they have like this weird relationship oh, going no. on. Like she was a fan of his and he's a fan of hers and he took her out to dinner and he was like messaging her saying how much he missed seeing what? her. She's like, yeah. It's fucking weird. She is... Was she 13, 14? Fuck, how old is she now? She... I'm trying to see. It probably says it. Yeah, she, she's uh, Damn, 14. Man. I checked. They were saying it was her boyfriend. But like she's actually dating like one of Bon Jovi's kids or something. I hope that kid's... But, uh, I hope yeah, he's a kid and not a really fucking, fucking Drake. You know? <laughs> I hope he's... And apparently says it's <clears throat> not the only famous teenage girl Drake texts. Man, oh man. I mean, all right, whatever. If you're friendly and like, I can understand being a a celebrity and having younger fans that are also celebrities or whatever, and then you have a line. Yeah, but a 31 year old texting a 14 year old saying, "Oh, I miss, I, you know, I miss you so much. I can't wait to be together again." Get out of here with that bullshit. That's fucking wild. Drake's a whole ass man. So they're wondering if like. He's like grooming her. Man, that's what they do, man. What is wrong with people? What is wrong with people? Uh, no. Ah, I don't get it. I don't get it. But, I mean, Millie Bobby Bound, she's going to have a hell of a future. You know what I mean? Like in acting and stuff. Because she's, she's been rad since she's been like, what, nine on that show? Or however old, 10, 11, I don't know. A stranger thing. So, she's going to be. Thank you, Todd. Huh? He he just texted and the ding came through my headset and made like the the podcast like staticky. What ding? Uh, Todd just messaged me, but if you didn't hear it, it probably didn't record oh, yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't hear anything. <laughs> it popped up on my iPad. Oh, gotcha. Holy shit, we're at like an hour, so we should probably. Oh yeah, this was fun, bud. The ending this. I gotta do grocery shopping soon. Yeah, I band practice. Oh, I should tell the podcast about my bands. Oh, God bless you. God bless you, buddy. God bless you. You heard me? I hit mute on the goddamn mic. directly in my ear hole. I hit mute <clears> on the mic. I thought I would mute it. No, it didn't work, pal. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Does the, is it recording me through the iPad? or Hold on. I have no Just idea. Yep. Can you hear me now? It's recording me through the iPad, not the fucking mic hooked up oh, to Oh, that's it. funny. Or the mute button's not Well, working. I've heard you crystal clear the entire time, so whatever you did worked. Well, at least that's... Yeah, at yeah. least you're hearing me. It must be recording through the iPad, though. That's weird. I thought it would do through mm-hmm. the mic. All right, don't go sneezing on the camera anymore. Or whatever. The speaker in my ear hole. No, I took my allergy pills, so... Uh, nice. Be one. <laughs> one and done, baby. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I have band practice today, and you have grocery shopping to do. Yes, I have adult thing I have to do. A child's play, as per usual. I gotta go get my record in the mailbox and then go to band practice. That's my big day. <laughs> yeah, but you got like a big gap in between, so you get to listen to oh, your yeah. record. I'm definitely gonna listen to my record first. Yep. <laughs> I'm not even going to do real grocery shopping. I'm just going to order it online and fucking pick it up. Oh, that's even better. Just have it delivered. Then you don't even got to do nothing. Yeah. No, nobody delivers to my house. I can't even get food delivered what? to my house. No, I'm too far in the forest. Nobody delivers. So you went from bumfuck New York to bumfuck Florida, huh? Hey, hey, I was in Mechanical where everything could be delivered at my uh, house. I'm, I'm going more Berlin. <laughs> I'm talking Berlin to, to, to where you're at now. Does it does it compare? Like so, you're like a like you're in you were in New York redneck area. Now you're in Florida redneck area. Oh, yeah, okay. I always joke around because like I'll leave my house and leave the door what? unlocked. 
because I live in a dead end street, and if any car drives down here, that's not somebody that lives here. Everybody's at their phone. Oh my window. gosh. We call I call it the forest security system. People don't come to the forest because people in the forest are crazy, is what they say. That's cool though. So, yeah, I just like if I like if Lissy is home, I do lock the door if I go somewhere. But if it's just me, I just leave the door fucking unlocked. Yeah, I guess why not? It doesn't mean you're. It's easier when I come back with your father walk work or lives next to you or something, right? Lives right near you. Yeah, he can't see my house though. He has like a barricade. Oh, nice. But like the neighbor across the road from me. If she sees something, she'll call my okay. father. If she goes on vacation, she asks me to watch her house. And what I do is I just stop my front camera from rotating, and I just point it at her house. <laughs> nice. Her. <laughs> That's awesome. Because it, it kind of it, like it scans my driveway, then the sidewalk, then the road. That my works front perfectly. Yard. So I'll just change it to point straight at her house and just leave it like that for her. Very nice, sir. Very nice. Oh, I just got a. Update that no effects. Yeah. So Smelly is in the studio. So that means the drummer for No Effects is now recording drums for the new record. Yeah, another one. Out by November, I think. They did. Put out Keep them coming, man. It's all I got. It's all I got in this <laughs> wasteful existence. I was reading an article about the new album, and like the way he worded the title sounded like he didn't mm -hmm. like the album. And they said, if punk is dead, no effects is holding it up with sticks <laughs> and duct tape. It's awesome. And then he goes to compliment the album throughout the whole thing. I mean, I when I heard you say that, I thought it was a compliment. He said some of the guitar is off from Mike, so it sounds a bit weird. Like it's different. Yeah, style he plays. He's doing like well, wacky modulations and like uh, like uh, instead of having like you know a four chord wonder, he's doing like sixteen chords in a song and all types of crazy shit, but. So basically, he can play guitar when he's yeah, singing. I guess yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know when I listen to it. Just no, I hear no you. Effects. But I, I I've noticed in a couple songs on that album, like uh, Big Drag and um, the last song. What's it called? Your Last Resort or the Last Resort or something like that. But there's a lot of um, there's a lot of a lot of different different stuff going on in there. You know, it's good yeah. though. I dig it. All right, buddy. Okay, I think we better bounce. So, as always, if you enjoy the podcast, please follow, rate, and review. And holy shit, have we increased in listeners? Have? Oh my Sweet. god, yeah. Well, then tell them. So, if you want to contact, I want us, to tell them to listen to that? my bands. Can I do that? Oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, so my band band is called Violent by Design. Um. And my one-man band is called the Gawumkies. The Gawumkies. G-U-W. Is that how you... I always call it the Gawumkies. So many people do that, but it's the Gawumkies. But you can say whatever you want. Gawumkies is fine. I don't oh, care. Okay. As long as you say it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> of course I say that. Yeah, right? Album cover. Yeah, he did the album cover for the Gawumkies. Gawumkies, however you want to say it. Uh, there's Bandcamp for it. Violent by Design at Bandcamp. And the Gawumpies at Bandcamp, you can find it. Or Violent by Design. Actually, you might Violent want to spell by Design that. 666 at Bandcamp. I would spell All right, the Gawumpies is the, T-H-E, then G-U-W-U-M-P-K-I-S. Give it a listen. I put stuff out. There you go. No. Nobody's going to figure out how to spell it. So listen to it if you want to. And if you don't, whatever. That's cool, too. Thanks. Yeah, same yeah. with the podcast. <laughs> so if you want to contact us, it is L-O-T-K-G-I dot podcast at gmail.com. Twitter is at Lotkey, L-O-T-K-G-I. And Instagram is Listen to the Kid Gets It. Nice. And tell your friends and family about us. Yeah. Let your kids listen Great to it. Review kids and subscribe. It. All that kind kids of shit. Kids love this shit. Play it as a lullaby. Yeah. Put your kids to sleep. That'd be nice. Yeah, all the swearing and vulgarities. Well, thanks for having Perfect. me, Bun. This was fun. I'd like to do it again sometime. Yeah, told you. Yeah, it's not much to it. Good time. We should do it all three yeah, of us down. when he gets Definitely. back. Then you can make fun of him too. Actually, the last. Did you listen uh, to the last episode? Yeah. 
he dug himself holes yeah, I didn't have to do he anything. He does that sometimes. It, it was just easy. I just sat here laughing and cracking up because he just kept digging himself holes. <laughs> like, I don't even have to work this time. Yeah, just going to sit here. I hope he gets better. <laughs> yeah, I'm All right, bud. Adios. <laughs> <laughs>